Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 716 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, we have a natter with Hillary Whitehouse to find out just how good a son Jack Whitehouse is with Mother's Day on the way. We have an atta with Tessa Peak Jones, all about the best exotic Marigold Hotel, which is on at the Grand in a few weeks' time. We will be catching up with tours. They are out on the road with Sam Ryder, and we're hearing from Echo Gecko about the forthcoming gig they have as well. We'll be talking about their music too, and showing you some of their tracks. We will be hearing from Willenhall Musical Theatre Company as they are producing Shrek. That's on the way in April. And before then, Grange Players are actually on stage. Rod Bissett letting us know about their latest show, which is an absolutely riotous comedy. That's all on the way on the show this week. This April, Willenhall Musical Theatre travel to a land far, far away as they bring Shrek to life. I'm joined now by five of the cast. Hello, gang. Hi. Right, let's have introductions, please. Tom Napier, I shall be playing Lord Farquhar. I'm Lindsay and I'm choreographer. I'm Daniel, and I'm going to be playing Shrek. I'm Rachel, I'm playing Princess Fiona. And I'm Will, and I'm playing Donkey. And oh. this, yeah, straight in there with the effects and everything, I like it. But uh, this is going to, it's an amazing show. We already know it's an amazing show. We know you're a talented bunch. Uh, but uh, it, there's, there's a vast amount of makeup in this one, and, and the costumes. It's, it's, it's as much as a, a costume show as it is a musical show, and it's an amazingly huge musical show. Absolutely, yeah. I think, um, obviously, the film, everyone knows the film, everyone loves the film. So to see it on stage, it's a lot of work to try and re-enact what everyone knows and loves. So we've got um, a professional makeup team coming to do up, haven't we, the yeah. of the show. How long did it take you for the... Uh... About an hour and ten minutes. And then, um, <laughs> it's not so bad getting it on, but it's getting it off because you have to remove all the glue and it's literally glued to your face. So it's quite painful. You're looking forward to it. Oh, I am. How long is your set, Will? Uh, not too long, about 20 minutes. Um, but as Dan said, it's it's taking it off because it's, uh, it's a proper theatre makeup, so yeah. it takes it's not just a face wipe like job. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's a shower and then some. Absolutely. That's it. And you've got the stamina as well, because like obviously Will's going to be in a full heavy costume. I'm going to be in a full heavy fat suit and a big mask, and it's going to be quite um, draining. It's Dom I feel most sorry for at the moment, to be fair, though. As Lil Farquaad, he's got a right game of it. His knees are going to be shot after this. Yeah. Yes, yes. I should be putting a claim in on the uh, the company insurance <laughs> to go in. You know, it's uh, it's it's good, all for the love and the art of it, Jason. So yeah. I've been married happily for 20 years, so I've spent most of it on my knees being subservient. So... <laughs> 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 Yeah. yeah, this is no no quick change. <laughs> so it's it's a big show. There's a lot required from this one as well, isn't there? And that goes for absolutely everybody from the, from the moment you joined the Shrek family uh, as uh, with the youngsters there. As the uh, you you see the two parallels between uh, the the various uh, stories that run kind of side by side, and then you've got to bring all these swamp characters to life and uh, and 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 all the fairy tale creatures. So, th- how many people are actually involved in all of this? 
Um, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> about 25, they're looking eagerly on at the yeah. moment. So yeah, it's a huge cast, really talented, and it's, it's just going to be a phenomenal show. I've never seen or been in one quite like it, Jason, really, where you've yeah. got so much coming on and so much characterization. And Lindsay, tell us uh, about what you're going to be getting up to. Um, so I'm choreographing this show. I'm not on stage this year, um, but it's, uh, it's, it's been really busy trying to get everybody into character. There's lots of big dance numbers in the show. Um, obviously, it's a different score to the film. So it's been a nice challenge, and it's been nice that everyone has their individual characters in this show, so they get to put their own little stamp on. The, uh, Can we stop characters. using the word little? I feel I'm being victimised here. <laughs> but it's a, but it is it's, it's a big little show, uh, a little whatever however we're describing it. And that, I mean that that said, you know the this is all about perfection on stage, and I know that's how you guys work. But having seen it tour professionally and now going into the the world of the uh, I don't like the word amateur, the unpaid theatre companies. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it it is still. Got yeah, you know, got to be done right, and everything down to yeah, you know, the likes of Princess Fiona in there. Uh, this must be good fun for you too. Yeah, it's a lot of good fun. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Such a huge franchise, so you want to get it, get it right. You yeah. can do it, Rachel. We know you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this is about the comedy as much as anything else. But uh, favorite bits of the show when it comes to the music, each of you, please. Oh. Do you want to start, Will? Um, I think mine would probably be the one with dragon. Sorry, That's um, just mainly so I can be on stage with a massive dragon. That'd be fun. That's cool. I like that idea, Rachel. Uh, I think mine's got to be who I'd be. End to that one. Yeah, I'd say the same. That one, probably the biggest song, uh, makes the audience want to come back. Hopefully, in the second half. My favourite is I'm a Believer. It's just such a classic song, but it's nice that it's carried over from the film into yeah. the uh, show version too. Mm-hmm. And mine is the Rat Tappers. I'm trying to persuade this one to let me come in and do a cameo <laughs> as a Rat Tapping. On my knees, yes. That's what I'm going to say. But what's what's the hardest thing to get them to do, Lindsay? What these lot or everybody else? Uh, well, they're, well they're, they're mostly these lot, really. Definitely, just like be quiet, really, and rehearse. But it is going to be awesome. We know that much. Um, d- d- we, everything from the, 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 the makeup through uh, the, the music, the dancing, everything is on stage is going to be truly perfect. We know that. So who's going to volunteer to give me all the details? I think Daniel's got a leaflet. I have got a leaflet. He has? Yeah, so it's Shrek the Musical, right? <laughs> that bit. Yeah, and this is the Dormston Theatre in Sedgley. Mm-hmm. You can get tickets on CT, that's S E A T Y dot co dot UK slash Shrek. And it's Tuesday the 25th through to Sunday the 30th of April. Yeah, I'm just yes. having a quick look. <laughs> you just, check. You just know you got, you got lots to do between them. Two, yeah. two matinees as well. We do yeah. finish on the Sunday at 12 p.m. is our last performance. So we've added an extra one in yeah. so they can bring the family and the kids. It's not a light one, so that's great. Almost 90% sold on the Saturday matinee now, so get your tickets quickly. Absolutely. Enjoy the show. Have a great time. Break a leg. It is Shrek from Willenhall Musical Theatre. They are awesome, so you're going to love it. Get along, enjoy it, and you, t- you guys uh, have a brilliant time, and we look forward to seeing you and all your fairy tale friends. Thank, 
The best exotic marigold hotel is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 28th of March through to the 1st of April, and it's your chance to see some amazing stars pretending they're in the twilight of their years. Somebody who I can't believe is old enough to be in it is Tessa Peake Jones, who joins me now. Hello. Well, hello, and what a very flattering introduction to a person who's got no makeup on. And did a show last night and travelled to Cardiff. And it's in the snow here at the moment. Well, but you're getting to chill out and relax. This is you time that you're allowing us to infringe upon. You're having a good time in your in your digs at the moment, though. Well, we're in a hotel and people were coming up this morning and saying how it has an amazing feel-good factor, this, this play. It's such a joy to watch. They whoop and cheer and clap every night. I think, I think they have a lovely time. I was saying to... Somebody, you know, at the moment, the news is pretty grim, isn't it, everywhere? Mm-hmm. It's quite nice to just come away for a couple of hours and just have a good time. Yeah, I mean, but a, a joyous comedy, but with some poignant moments and some for, for thought and reflection as well. Yes, I mean, it is. It's very, in, in parts, it's incredibly moving. And it's a lovely mix of all cultures, all ages, which you don't often get in a play in the theatre, which personally for me is an absolute joy. Well, for everyone I know is a joy. Yeah, there are some very funny moments. Um, The set is incredible, so you feel you're in India. And there are some also some very moving moments because some of it is about ageing and old and and done in a humorous way. And it's also about the young and the old uh, meeting, you know, halfway and learning from each other. It's it's lovely. It's a real joy to do and hopefully a joy to watch. Yeah, and and the obviously the film and 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 the books have, have spawned you know, the real life Marigold Hotel on TV, and uh, it, it, I think this this is almost like you know, people who may uh, be invited onto that in a few years' time, uh, going off and, and enjoying performing a, a production, which it really does make us think, and I, I think that that's part of it, isn't it? it Things, but we also puts a smile on our face too. I think that's absolutely right. I mean, I haven't read the book, I haven't seen the films, and I haven't watched the doc documentaries so I came to this completely you know blank which I like to do actually when I'm doing stuff because I just judge it on what what I read on the script because that's what we'll be performing so I can only speak for the play but the play is just lovely the characters work incredibly well together as I say old new mixed cultures uh there's a real story it's got a beginning a middle and a very well I won't spoil it by saying a happy ending, but it, everything is it ends not too badly for people, and it's just <laughs> yeah, it's 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 lovely. It's really lovely to perform, and as I say, the feedback so far, and I'm a newbie. I only came into it about a week ago. Um, the feedback has been fantastic. Which is absolutely brilliant. And, uh, I mean, you've got absolute comedy legends like yourself in this show. Uh, alongside you, uh, you've got uh, Paul Nicholas, uh, Belinda Lang, uh, there's Graham Seed, who everyone knows from The Archers. Uh, and it is just uh, name after name. If, you, if you'd list everything everybody had done, the the, the actual programme for this show is going to be too heavy to carry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and also, a really nice thing about this particular play is there are an awful lot of parts for 65 plus. Uh, and, and on stage, you might get one or two normally, but you don't get an entire cast, half a cast. So that is also lovely because it's people, you know, we've got things in common because we're of the same generations and, that, and that's very nice too. Obviously, the, the production's tinge of sadness because obviously Ruth Maddock was due to be joining you in this one and that that's obviously not to be. But it it, it is uh, just a, a, an amazing show with so many stars and, you know, the, the sort of spirit that I'm sure she would have loved to have been part of. I must say, I met her at the photo shoot 
uh, before Christmas. Uh, and she was so excited about coming on tour. And uh, she seemed, I'd never met her before, but she seemed such fun. Uh, so it was very, very tragic and sad that that she seemed to die so suddenly. She was doing pantomime, you know, her whole life. She said, oh, I'm in my 80s and I'm getting another go at things. And, and, and you know, it's rather ironic and poignant that she's now not with us, but she'll be remembered so fondly. I have friends who've worked with her over the years who've said she was an absolute diamond. So she's she's remembered and thought of very fondly. Yeah, the show must go on and in, uh, in, in tribute to her in as much as uh, you know, these things will be. And uh, a, a show, though, as you say, which is, is, is celebrating those who are becoming more senior in years and giving the chance to really, I think, uh, introduce people from across the ages to the fact that life doesn't stop when you turn 55, 60, 65, 70. There's always something there for you. And the the, the whole idea of this uh, this twilight years in India, uh, it's just the climate for it. And, uh, you know, do you get to turn the heating up in the dressing rooms to put you in the mood? <laughs> well, we need it at the moment. I have to say we've got snow here. Um, it's freezing. And last night was our first night in Cardiff. And I have to say theatres, you know, they're big, they're huge. So they're cold. Uh, and a lot of us had got, you know, they bought us some furry blankets that we were wearing backstage when we weren't going on just to keep us warm. But once you get on the set, it's funny. You just, A, it's Dr. Theatre. You forget about it anyway. But also the lighting is very warm and lovely and it really feels like you're in India. And you forget that you're cold. It's great. And uh, from your time on Only Fools and Horses through to uh, this this great play now, so much fun in between. Is this one of the most fun things that you've done? Or uh, it's got to be up there, hasn't it? I have to say, I, I'm very, very lucky and very blessed in life to work uh, as much as I do. And every job I do, I don't know if that's my attitude or just I've been lucky. Every job I do, I love. I've, I've never really not enjoyed a job. So, yeah, this is great fun because I love touring. I didn't do it for many, many years because of family uh, commitments. And now I'm back to it. Going to a different town every week is such fun. Discovering new places, you know, half the places on this tour I've never been to. So that alone is lovely. And then to do it with a joyous company and to do it, I mean, you know, I've been on some tours where, where it's been quite gruelling, the actual subject matter. Uh, but this is so joyous. It's like having a party on stage every night. And they told me that when I first met the cast and they, you know, I was coming into it. It's true. We look around each night and it's like having a party on stage. Well, I mean, how can you complain at that? We get paid as well. It's fantastic. That's like absolutely brilliant fun. And how far away from uh, your role in uh, the likes of Grantchester are we uh, with this one as well? Is it a, a, a bit of a different character for you? Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, the Evelyn, the character I play in this play, is lovely. She's really friendly and smiley and quite shy. Takes a while to come out of her shell. But she's a very kind... Uh, one of the lines somebody else says is, oh, oh, stop being so nice, Evelyn, all the time. She's a very nice person. Uh, you can't quite say the same for Mrs. C in Grantchester. She's grumpy and <laughs> moody and bossy and, you know. But that's the joy of playing a part like that, is that that's so far removed from me, uh, the part I play in Grantchester. It's really nice. And when people come up and say, oh, you know, we love Grantchester, they can't believe that I smile. <laughs> They'll say, we never <laughs> see you smiling in the programme. And, of course, I smile all the time in real life. But, again, that's the joy of acting. 
it is. And it's going to be a joy to see you and the team on stage. The best exotic Marigold Hotel, the 28th of March through to the 1st of April. Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre, grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets or 01902429212 is the box office number. Uh, break a leg, have a great time doing what you do and uh, really just putting a smile on people's faces and entertaining us with the amazing comedy that's in this show. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you. Tours are on the road, literally on tour. I'm sure that gag's been done before. However, we will see what's happening with their time out and about on the road with Sam Ryder as we are joined now by the boys. Hello, lads. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. Well, good to talk to you. Good to meet you. First of all. I'm going to guess it's probably Matt and Theo. (laughs) Oh, Matt and Jack. Very close, Matt and Jack. (laughs) Theo might be joining us in a second. He's late to rehearsals today. So rehearsals are on and and, and you're out and about. So tell us a a bit about how this tour came about and how you get to be on the road with the the man behind Spaceman. Yeah, we're super, super excited and pumped to be going on this tour. Basically, at the end of last year, we were doing some shows around Europe with another artist called Duncan Lawrence, who's great. Um, and we had a few days off and our agent managed to get us on to Sam's shows in Munich and in Zurich. And we just jumped on the shows with him and we stripped down, played acoustically. And, you know, I think, I don't really know, but I think he liked us. <laughs> we just got on. <laughs> we just clicked. We had a good laugh. You know, he's, he's, we were all like asking ourselves, is he going to be as nice as he is in person, as he is on everything you see him. And he was, he was even nicer. Genuinely lovely all the time. He's like. just such a good human being. So it was like, you know, we were like, had a great time with him, didn't think anything would happen. And then just before Christmas, they said, do you guys want to jump on the UK dates? And at 100% mm. we were going to do it. So we're very, very excited and nervous because it's 30,000 people in two weeks. Yeah, it's so going to be pretty intense, but, you know, it's going to be a good laugh. So was it um, a case then of initially being in the right place at the right time and then obviously your talent then got you on board with him after that? Yeah, I think so. I think it was like a, just a lucky... It is one of those special moments, you know. We just got mm-hmm. to play for him. He has a really amazing crew and team who he tours with and they came out to watch our set when we played and I think we all just got along and so they were just like... You know, these guys, you know, we like to, we, we've nicknamed ourselves the best support band ever because <laughs> we just warm up crowd very well for everyone. Um, so, you know, it's, we're good yeah. at it. So I, I think, think as, we'll, we'll get them going. Yeah. Sure. Like a support, as a support band, you've got to like, you know, they're not there to see you. You've got to win them over like in the first five minutes. I think that's something we we enjoy trying to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. get them on our side. Because oh, a big oh, measure yeah, of that definitely. is how you do with the merch stand. Because if you can shift something on the merch stand when they didn't know who you were to start off with, actually, you're onto a winner, aren't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We always feel good when we're like doing well on the merch. Yeah, we love to do that. You know, after the show, we love to just like go down, stand by the merch, and just like have a chat with everyone. You know, like just everyone have, a sweaty hug. sweaty hugs for everyone. Just have a chat, like see where they're coming from, like where they're like. You know, try and get them to come to our tour, which yeah, is exactly. happening afterwards. But yeah, is it one of the biggest tours maybe you've done so far? Do you think this one? Yeah, I think so. In the UK, it's definitely our biggest shows here. Like we've done some European touring. Like we've played similar sort of size venues, like two to three thousand a night. But I mean, to be fair, it's definitely our the London show. It's the event in, and that's five and a half thousand. So that's going to be our biggest, biggest London show today, which is going to be. Yeah, I don't know how you like. It's a weird one. It's People say, I, I kind of, when we're in a smaller room, it's almost a bit easier for us. Like, it's, I kind of like seeing everyone. But when you're in a space that big, mm. you don't get to see everyone's faces. And 
It's almost mm. you have to work harder to connect yeah. with 5,000 people than 100. And to connect with the people that are like 40 meters away who are at the bar, as opposed to like in a little black box venue, it's very much easier to be like, right, we're like singing in your ear. That's you've got to listen. Yeah, you can almost steal their pint whilst you're actually listening to the yeah. band play. We, so. we often do. We often <laughs> do <all> the straws. <laughs> That's the way to do it. You see, you wandering around with a big pack of straws. We know what's really going on. But uh, O2 in Birmingham is <laughs> your your venue. Uh, it's uh, going to be the O2 Academy, 28th of March. And as I said, the, the tour itself gets going on the 17th. And it, it's going to be exciting. But uh, what, what's going to be the standout moment that, uh, that you think going into it? We'll check with you afterwards whether that was the case. But is it? Is it just the adoration you're going to see <laughs> for the main act and yourselves after you performed, or how do you think it's going to work out? Yeah, I think it's such a, I mean, getting to do this for a living is like one of the greatest gives ever. And it's, you know, we're, we like to think of ourselves as an old school band. We like make, we want to make an album. We want to be on the road a lot. And just to have this opportunity because Sam's crowds that we've only played with them twice, but they're such just nice people mm. we've supported a lot of bands where everyone's too cool and it's all a bit like i don't know like sometimes you feel like they're not there for the music but i think for us just being able to play in front of 1500 to 2000 people a night it's just gonna mm. i couldn't pick a moment that will be whoa it's just yeah. the experience just you know i think you know touring is like a lot of stuff goes into it but we live for that you know half an hour on stage and then also getting to watch sam every night you know he's great he's he's such a great <laughs> showman like just watching him is that a bit awkward having your brother in the band? Uh, no, like it's it's so funny. <laughs> like we don't really, uh, we're we're not too we're not like the Gallagher's. But I mean, to be fair, like he, not yet. It's quite good in the in the sense that he can just we say exactly how we feel to each other, and he he we sort of take it on the chin. Whereas if I say something to Jack, he gets deeply offended, and it takes half an oh, hour. Then we have an argument. <laughs> Whereas Theo, like this is like an understanding where he, there's no like. It's just straight to the point. So it should be fun. I mean, like, we're really excited. I mean, not so much looking forward to sleeping in travel lodges around the country, but, but we've done you know, it. We've done it. We'll start somewhere. Career, yeah. <laughs> Alongside all this, of course, you've got the single, which is out there for people to enjoy. And this, anything can happen. And it, it, it kind of sums up the entitled, at least, uh, the fact that you're out on this tour. And it, 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 anything can happen. That's it, hundred percent. It's it. You know, it's a song that means a lot to us. We wrote a, about a, you know a slightly dark time in our lives when we were suffering with some mental health things and a bit of depression. Um, and it, it's it's meant to be a hopeful song, and it is like anything can happen. I mean, we just believe if we you know if you work really hard at something and if you want it enough, like you mm. can do it. So it's kind of our message with that song, and it's really beautiful to so many people connecting with it. Mm. Um, we feel really lucky that people are like reaching out we get messages every day from people all over the world we've just announced our own headline tour and we've had people messaging us in australia who are flying over for it people from the states who are flying in and it's just such an amazing thing like to be able to write a song that connects and means mm. that to people to such like varied people yeah but even the album artwork as well uh the, the, the three of you on the front cover and three shadows as well yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly there's two sides to everything you know and you are we're always being ch- our shadows are always chasing us. So it's sort of just like, I don't know, anything can happen. It's been this amazing moment that's sort of changing our lives. And we're just sort of riding that wave and just seeing where it goes. It's all just a bit crazy right now. But um, you seem to come from um, quite a musical family as well. I believe your grandfather was uh, did the play in a day tutorial books. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but that you might go into music maybe from, from off that. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, you know, when we were growing up, he was just like, like granddad to us and he was really funny, quite naughty, like used to get us into all sorts of trouble. But as, as we got older, we, he would sit us down and teach guitar parts and we used to see pictures of him on the wall with the Beatles or Brian May. And we were just like, okay, what's this about? It was so it's super inspiring, like having granddad in our lives, seeing like what he managed to do um you know it definitely he left this huge legacy which inspired us to be in music but also there's like slight pressure to live up to that but you know it's just it's you know to come from some he you know he came from nothing and created such a big thing and so i think we want to do the same just like through music we just want to write music that means stuff to people and we want to put on these shows that people feel is a safe place to come and hang out a massive tour, great stuff on the road, and some behind the scenes stuff on the socials too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll be seeing all the all the all the dark side of the you know the, the the travel lodges and the dive bars. It's going to be good fun. Motorway, yeah. I mean, it's 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 starting to get a bit nicer for us, and we're touring in nicer things. So yeah, it's uh, but we're, there's so much content. Like we put out a lot of content. It means a lot to us. The more stuff you do on socials, the better these days. So we're. We're super active on there. Um, it's like having a separate job to being a musician. You have to be a social media <laughs> manager as well. You have to do it all. Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> but the tours is what you're looking for. T-O-R-S. Check out the details. Check out the band. Listen to what Sam Ryder loved so much. He put them on tour with him. And uh, have a brilliant time uh, as you head out across the country. As you say, it is the O2 Academy in Birmingham on the 28th of March. Get yourself along there. Thank you both for joining us. Thanks Thank very you, much. Mate. Thanks for having us. No, it shouldn't hurt to get out of bed The buttons on my shirt come undone Weigh me down like they're made out of lead I think I'm getting worse I don't remember happy And all I want to do is sleep until I forget But even when I start to dream Every little piece of me gets a little closer
That's all that you've got Another hour doesn't matter if it helps you to stop Counting the days that you lost Over and over No one said it's easy but it's easy to forget what they say Another hour doesn't matter if it helps you to take Back all the days that you lost Anything can happen if you want it The Grange Players are back at the Grange Playhouse between the 16th and the 25th of March. They are bringing you the rules for living. Rod Bissett joins me now to keep me informed on exactly what those rules are. Hello, sir. Hello. How are we doing, Jason? I'm all right. I trust we find you well and looking forward to the latest production. Oh, absolutely. We've, we've got all guns going towards this one because it's promising to be equal parts manic and hilarious. Okay, that, that sounds good. I'm liking the idea of that. We do like some fun on stage. Uh, explain a, a bit more about the uh, the writing and the scripting to begin with before we find out about the characters. So we are looking at a uh, a family Christmas dinner mm -hmm. where uh, the mom and dad's two sons have come home with their respective partners and it all starts out quite nicely, quite calmly and serenely, but we soon realise that every character's got something to hide and has their own particular rule which they have to abide by in order just to keep the uh, the societal norms going. Okay. I'm intrigued. So uh, for and, uh, example, uh, yeah. uh, one character, Matthew, mm -hmm. the audience will know that Matthew's lying because he sat down. Okay. We have other characters who are only allowed to disagree if they are drinking. Characters can only make a joke if they're dancing around. People have to put on silly voices. Others have to clean the entire set manically just to remain calm. Okay, now, now, are these rules explained during the show, or do we have to work out who and whom are doing what as we go along? We have two lovely young actresses who are working with us, and they are our rules fairies, and they will display the rules throughout the entire show <laughs> so that the audience are in on the joke. They know exactly who has to follow what and when, but they are always up on display. This sounds an intriguing. I've never heard of anything quite like this before. It's an absolutely mental one. It's uh, written by a ch uh, lady called Sam Holcroft, and was recently done on the West End by the likes of um, uh, Miles Jupp and Stephen Mangan in the okay. uh, two main roles of the uh, two sons. Um, and uh, uh, quite clearly a fun production for the audience, but it must be hugely hilarious trying to get through rehearsals. And the first time you came to each of these characters, it must have been an absolute bedlam. It uh, funny you should use the word bedlam as as the audience will realise when they come and see it. But um, yeah, I mean, this obviously this isn't my first show, and normally when we do a rehearsal, if you feel your character would do a certain thing, you would do it and try it out. Mm -hmm. I haven't had that freedom with this one. For example, <laughs> I'm I'm not allowed to sit down, no matter how tired my legs are. Because if I'm sat, I'm lying. <laughs> so I'm only allowed to do that at certain points throughout the show. So it's a, it's a workout as well as everything else. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. Other characters are busy trying to 
work out their own character's state of mind along with what they are allowed to do, whilst at the same time trying to have a peaceful family Christmas, because we know how easy they can be. Well, it can be a little fraught at times. Uh, but, but when it comes to the, the show itself, I mean, are, are you over Christmas dinner? Do you get to eat during the show? Is it one of those? Uh Again, one of one of the characters is certainly allowed to eat because that gives uh, clues as to what they're thinking at certain points as well. But there there is going to be real food on set, as the audience will will realise by the end of the play. Okay, this it, it sounds amazing stuff, and it's how you find these things to work with as well, which is always quite intriguing. So this is going to be uh, another good one, and uh, obviously nice needs to get to uh, just over in Warsaw with the Grange. That's it. We're right next door to the Arboretum, just on the uh, on the Broadway Road. So uh, quite simple to find. Uh, but when it comes to you know, the, the the entire cast here, how many how many are we talking about? Because it it sounds like it's it's quite a big family gathering. Uh, we have got uh, a main cast of six. So that is mom and dad, their two sons, and mm-hmm. the sons' partners. Um, and then throughout the play, we are introduced to uh, a young girl who's absent through most of it, but she makes an appearance displaying the rules to the audience. So it's going to be uh, a great cast, great fun. And so, I mean, so the, the audience uh, are probably going to be laughing so loud they're going to drown out the cast on stage. You've got to project for this one, I'm going to guess. We really hope so. We really hope that the audience really do sort of just sign off, accept what's going on, <laughs> and just go with it. It sounds crazy. Where do we go to find out full details and get tickets for this? So you can go to our website, which is grangeplayers.co.uk. There you can book tickets online, or you can ring our box office, uh, uh, our box office lady on 07909. 036835. Give us that number again. That is 07909036835. And how much does it cost to come along and have fun on these nights through the run? The absolute bargain price as ever of just £10 a ticket. That's well worth it, isn't it? It's going to be a great giggle. You get to see an amazing play and go away suitably exercised in the laughter department, which is the way we like it. Uh, Break a leg. Brilliant time to be had on stage, I think. And uh, have a great time with what sounds like it's going to be an absolutely raucous show. Thank you so much, man. Now, if you do forget all about Mother's Day, you probably will never hear the last of it. You don't want to be in that position. Do not be that poor son or daughter who is then in the bad books for at least the next 12 months. They could forget your birthday then, but that wouldn't be good. To tell us more about the ways in which we can make Mother's Day special, we have Hilary Whitehall. Of course, she's an actress. She's a podcaster. Uh, She's also the mother of Jack Whitehall. uh, So that in itself must have its moments. I'm also joined by Lou Hickey from One For All Gift Cards. Hello to you both. Hello, Hillary. Uh, when it comes down to uh, the the love of the family, uh, you you love your kids, whatever, even if they are Jack. I do. Yes, <laughs> he he challenges that prospect sometimes, but we, yes, we do. We do. <laughs> uh, he wants actually all three of them. I have three children, as you yeah. said. Um, Jack, Molly, and Barney forgot Mother's Day. What I'm going to do inverted commas forgot Mother's Day one year with quite d- devastating consequences because. 
Um, we got through breakfast with nothing and I was quite cross about it, but I thought, I'm just going to have to be the bigger person here. Just get on with it. And I thought, I know, I'll go and have a bath, have a bit of a soak and a relax, get on with it and come down and I'll be fine. And I went upstairs, turned the bath on and I thought, no, I'm not the bigger person. I am furious about this. So I went back downstairs did 10 minutes of ranting, both barrels. You're so selfish. You're so thoughtless. You're not, not just not getting me anything. You could have made a card. You could have done a homemade card, but no, nothing. I was furious. Did 10 minutes, came back and there was literally water pouring through the light fittings. I'd left the bath running. <laughs> but that wasn't your fault. That was definitely their fault. So hopefully yes. they cleaned yes. up afterwards as a special well, Mother's Day gift. Not only that, but I made them contribute to the building cost for putting the ceiling right. Expensive <laughs> one for them. Best Mother's Day gift ever, a new ceiling. Yes. Hard to gift wrap and certainly not as easy to gift as a one-for-all gift card. But exactly. uh, when it comes down to what to do for Mother's Day, I mean, look, there's all sorts of uh, great gifts that, that mums want, whether it be a nice meal out with the family so you can enjoy, all enjoy it together. And yep. there's, there's 101 ways of doing it, aren't there? There That's are indeed. indeed. Yeah. yeah, and like the one for all research, it was 37% of people said that they would make up for forgetting Mother's Day with a really nice lunch or a really nice dinner. But I think that would go without saying anyway, they would definitely do something like that with mum. And, um, you know, those of us like to spend some time um, with our mums if we can. Um, and not just the mums in our life, but the stepmoms, the mothering figures. Um, I think it's really about a, a celebration of um, the, the strong women um, and parent figures in your life. And when it comes to the, the, the family then, Hilary, uh, they've learned their lesson. They're not going to miss out again. I should think they're all making sure they've got three or four dogs with messages popping up to remind them yep. to get at least a gift card. What are you looking for for Mother's Day this year? Well, of course, I think that Mothering Sunday is the one day in the year when you can ignore your mother with impunity, especially when she says, no, no, darling, I don't want anything. Ignore her because she does. I'm just saying. <laughs> of course, we like to pretend that we don't, but we do really. Um, uh, the best gift, as uh, Lou alluded to, and indeed yourself, is is time. And actually, you know, I have three very busy young adults on my hands now. And what they tend to do is club together and buy us a meal. And we all go out. We're all foodies. We love uh, you know lovely food and um spending time together particularly as you know jack is a busy man now we have to diarize time with him <laughs> but th this is why you end up presenting shows with him i suppose just to see him everyone exactly yeah it's it's a it's a double-edged blessing because we get to spend time with him which is great <laughs> and when it then does come to the going out lou you can do that with your one for all gift card can't you that's right. You certainly can. And that's the great thing about the one for all gift card. It's all about choice um, for your mum this Mother's Day. So um, it can be spent at so many different um, types of stores. So it's like 55,000 outfits across um, Britain that will accept it. And of course, then online with participating retailers. So there's really um, something there for everyone. And that's the great thing about uh, the one for all with for mum. Because it's not just uh, when she's actually getting it from you on Mother's Day. It's she's going to think about you afterwards uh, when she's actually spending it as well. So that's even nicer again. It's like a double whammy. Can I also say, Jason, the great thing about the One for All gift card nowadays is that you can get a digital version. So if you've forgotten right up to the wire and it's Sunday morning, Mother <laughs> Sunday morning, and you've forgotten, you can get a digital One for All gift card and you can attach a video message to your mother to it. 
there's no excuse there is literally no excuse no excuse but would in your case again this turn into something which will end up being podcasted or as part of a show later on that's the only worry isn't it well 100 michael whitehall would have a lot to say about it on the wittering whitehalls 100 (laughs) percent so it's all part of the joy fair uh, family time sharing time together and uh, we've talked about the the disasters there hillary are there any amazing successes that they've come up with in their time as well well jack once gave me i mean at the time i thought it was the worst present he could have come up with uh actually as it turned out became the best present i've ever been given by him because he gave me a vacuum uh, a, a robot vacuum cleaner and i as i opened it i thought really really um anyway 18 months later when i finally got it out of the box and worked out how to put the app on my phone i love it because i can set it going from my bed and it just gets on with the hoovering before i even get up sounds good to me and again that could have been bought with a one for all gift card if it that way he could have given you the card and a suggestion on what to get and probably had some a little bit left over for another treat too exactly and can i just say too i have got this which is look it's got mum written on it. Look at that. Love that. How cool is that? It is a ready, a ready-made gift card that is also the card as well. So right on the front of that with a marker pen, you haven't got to buy a card either. Yeah, exactly. Win-win situation. <laughs> Completely convinced. Uh, Lou, to give us all the details. How do we get hold of a one-for-all gift card in time or just in time for Mother's Day? That's exactly it. Well, you can pick one up in your local post office at most major supermarkets um, across the country. And then, of course, you can jump onto our website, oneforall.com. And Hilary, where do we find out what you and your family are up to online? Um, we can, you can go to jackwhitetool.com if you want to go and see Jack. He's doing lots of work in progress shows at the moment. And you can listen to Michael and I wherever you get your podcast, The Wittering Whitehalls. And we would love to hear from you because, of course, it's very email driven. People email in with their problems and anecdotes. So please feel free to email in thewitteringwhitehalls at gmail.com. Simple as that. Let's make sure we make Mother's Day brilliant for all the mothers out this year, whether they're a mother figure or your biological mom. Make sure you look after them. It's going to be brilliant. Lou Hickey from One for All and Hilary Whitehall. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you, Jason. Echo Gecko are headlining over in Brum a little bit later on this month. The 24th of March sees them at the Vic on John Bright Street over in Birmingham. They join me now from a very dark room that makes them look like they're trying to recreate the Bohemian Rhapsody video. It's working. It's working, boys. This is uh, for, uh, I, I, iconic. Yeah, we've, we've got an atmospheric candle as well. How's that? Lit, lit by candle. This is amazing. I'm just about to make out you there. Right, what's going on? Tell us about the gig. Explain something. We are playing at the Vic in uh, on the 24th, Friday the 24th. And yeah, we're headlining the show. Should be a good one. We've got some supports as well, which should be great. Uh, we always like playing at the Vic, especially since they've freedom their like, stage and the sound gear and all that. It's all fantastic. And uh, yeah, looking forward to having a good hour long set also. I hope we've seen loads of people there. And, yeah. and it won't be by candlelight, though, will it? It'll actually be with full uh, electric lights. Yeah, this well, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how well this interview goes by candlelight. And that, <laughs> that might be our chosen format from now on, really. I mean, it's really it might work really well. This is something <laughs> new for me. Okay, so we've got music that's been released running alongside this. Last time we spoke, you were doing a, a massive charity gig, and uh, I know you, you like to do your bit to help out. This time it is all about you, isn't it? 
Oh, absolutely, yeah. Completely selfish. <laughs> no, we're, um, yeah, it's this uh, off the back of the album release, um, just trying to shift as many of those circles as possible, you know. Um, yeah, no, of course, and just trying to keep gigging out. Like, we're over in Hereford today. Um, we're trying to branch out a bit further. We're over in Newport um, later in the month. We're over in Bromyard in the summer as well. So, yeah, it's nice to branch out a bit away from Birmingham, but it's also nice to go back and play it as regular music. We can, you know, to keep the rust now the, the 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 track Spaghetti Junction, uh, this is uh, quite monumental in length. We, we're talking more than six minutes, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, just like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There's something in it. There's a link. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> w- w- how do you come to that? Because, I mean, th- th- these days, often the-, the pressure is on to write pop songs that last us back to three minutes again. It's gone back to the olden days. But uh, this gives you time to have some full-on creativity with it, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, we do find that most of our tracks usually end up being at least five minutes, don't they? Um, just to get in a good amount of, like you say, creativity and fun and just move around with the dynamics and just get as much out of juice out of the song as possible. Um, that said, we have also been recently working on some songs which are deliberately the opposite of that as well. So we are trying to rein it in. Um, we've got a sort of about four or five songs at the moment that are all similar vein. Uh, they've all got like a bit of a thread running through them. And we're trying to keep them all under three minutes if possible. <laughs> Just to get some short, snappy ones out there. But it's fun to play with as a, as a concept. I mean, obviously, the longer the better. I mean, I think our longest song to date so far is probably World According to Dave which is on the album. Um, is that about eight minutes? Just under eight minutes, but when it's live, it could go up to ten. Well, this is the other <laughs> side of it as well. Live, it's anything to spare game, isn't it? So in, in, in your hour-long set, you basically play about four and a half tunes. If we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but when when you get you know, onto the three-minute ones, before you know it, you'll be entering something for Eurovision, won't you? That'll be your next attempt. Yes. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> okay, so uh, what what happens next then? People obviously can come along to the gig, they can get the tickets. Uh, how are we doing that bit? Uh, tickets are online, I believe. Um, if you follow us on our socials, there'll be all the links you need. Uh, so on Instagram, Facebook, and the like. Um, yeah, get on there, all of our updated information that's the best place to get in touch or on our website yeah because if you, if, you, if you try and give you the the tickets and details this is it's a little unwieldy this one eight pound 80 is the ticket price and it's uncover dosh c tickets.com forward slash event forward slash echo dash gecko forward slash the dash victoria forward slash two five eight five nine and six and some other rubbish you don't be doing that yeah. just go along with the social it doesn't roll yeah. off the tongue well, does it, no. try to make it as simple as possible for the people <laughs> yeah that that website goes on almost as long as one of your songs <laughs> it takes you seven minutes to say it. <laughs> again it's that thread running through you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a theme again so uh we're right the, the album's out there get on the socials we're looking for echo gecko uh we're looking to enjoy uh, an amazing gig so uh give me each of you i want uh one selling point of the gig from each of you please oh there's going to be lots of jamming lots and lots of jamming okay um, we have jamming next up um i suppose a mix-up of genres Okay, we're good. Right, multi-genre. Okay, this is selling it. Yeah, and it will be bespoke to you that comes. Oh, okay, never to be repeated again in its same form. Never to be repeated again. Okay, we love it. Uh, give us again the uh, the socials and the website. Uh, it's Echo Gecko. That's two C's in Gecko. Uh, it's Facebook, Instagram are your best bets, and the website is EchoGecko.co.uk. <laughs> With a range of safe to use tea lights available on the website. <laughs> yeah. Possibly, or, or maybe not. 
that could be the future. That, that could be the thing that makes it for us. I yeah, we won't think... be remembered for our music, but we will be remembered for our tea light game. It, it, it works every time. Thank you, boys. No warming your hands on the tea light. It's battery operated. It's never going to happen. Have a great time on stage. It is at the Vic the on the 24th of March. Enjoy. See you soon. Clouds blocking out those sunny shines. It's the end of the line. It's augmented, the air is scented with this musk of hesitation for something new. This is what to do, singing one.
That's it all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 717 next week. I'll see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.